The single best example of the power of gaming and commerce is Travis Scott's 2020 astronomical event. From April 23rd to 25th, Travis debuted a one-of-a-kind musical journey inspired by his Cactus Jack creations built from the ground up in the Fortnite video game. The gaming event was covered by more than 50 media outlets and reportedly generated 27.7 million unique players. 46 million participation, right? For 46 million uh, participations in game, which means obviously some of them doubled up almost twice, uh, and well over 100 million plus views on secondary channels like YouTube, Twitch, and Instagram Live. The event uh, was a concert that featured products from Jordan and Cactus Jack that were sold both in the digital and physical world. The in-game Cactus Jack loot pack sold for $15 and was already immediately the fourth most popular Fortnite skin ever. And the IRL product offering on CactusJack.com completely sold out of what he called tour merch, featuring apparel, action figures, vinyl records, skateboards, uh, and so much more. The in-game concert also premiered the track The Scots, featuring Kid Cudi, which subsequently topped the charts and broke Spotify's 2020 record for most streamed track in its first day of release, with 7.45 million streams. Researchers at Pandora informed Polestar that in the week following the Fortnite concerts, Travis became the service's second most added artist station, jumping 163 spots. His streams increased 124% and his artist station ads increased 540%. Even as multiple industry, all industries really grappled with the effects of COVID-19, right? This is in April of 2020. Mm. Um, the gaming space continued to open up new possibilities. Mm. Cha-ching! Wow. Cha-ching. <laughs> uh, welcome to the No Randoms Podcast. You got your boy, Kev. Got your boy, Anton. And J-Vo. Mr. And J-Vo. <gasps> there he is. One more time. Gang, gang. Twitch.tv forward slash Mr. J-Vo. Catch mm. me when I'm streaming, and when I feel like streaming. Be on there. Right. <laughs> and this week, we're going to explore the most exciting deep dive yet. Uh, for a marketing nerd like myself, what gaming means to business. So, you guys heard all that, my little preamble there on Travis. <clears throat> Travis's mm-hmm. astronomical event might be the very best of what brands can accomplish through gaming, but there are millions of meaningful transactions that happen every day, uh, and I believe a comprehensive understanding of this landscape is crucial. It's needed uh, for cultural relevance and eventually for, for many brands' survival, right? I think they need this to survive. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to start there by setting the scene of, like, this is what it could look like, right? Again, if I didn't paint the picture in a in a beautiful way, uh, Travis Scott, he did. He launched a concert series through the Fortnite game. And you guys know Fortnite's a free game. Uh, it's available on all consoles, of course, on PC. At the time, it was available on mobile as well which was really impactful, right? So we had this first of its type. We know Ariana's done it now and the Marshmallow and, and so many, but at the time, this was the first of its kind. It was a concert experience and really special. He didn't just do it one time, like you had to be there. Cause mm-hmm. again, this is, this is a global experience, right? So I think he did six or seven of them. So like for us, we could do it at 4 PM Pacific. And then there would be another one three hours later, yeah. and another one a few hours yep. later. And mm-hmm. it's that same lobby, right? So, so it was so much fun to get to do it with your friends, just like you load up into a BR. I don't know if you guys did it at the time. You're not big Fortnite guys, but you load up into the lobby with your friends, just like we would in a party. 
and then you go to the concert together. Mm-hmm. So like you're in you're in there and you're running around with your homies and the skins you chose. So like you get dressed for this concert and you get to go experience it. <laughs> Truly amazing uh and and for sh- for certain the oh. best single example of all that can be accomplished. Um but to explore all those details, we're going to take some time and walk through them one by one. Let's get it. Yo, pick me at the uh me at the Fortnite concert, my new NFT Balenciaga Fortnite hoodie, dog. I'm just, just so <laughs> many opportunities. So much room for opportunities. Back into the fun stuff. This will be cool too, Anton. You should enjoy it. Uh, to mm-hmm. explore how important gaming has already become for brands in today's age, we'll lean heaviest on the ever-popular basketball lifestyle franchise. That's what I'm calling it now. Uh, basketball lifestyle franchise, NBA 2K, uh, to help dimensionalize what gaming is doing for products and services. Marketing, media, and membership. We love an alliteration. Uh, and then finally, sales and supply. So we'll keep that right going. Jeez, I'm such a marketing guy. Look at all this. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, so our first pillar here, products and services. Anton, I'm going to need you to keep me up on the 2K because... Uh, all right, so to be honest, I haven't played the new one. Oh, you guys know that twenty percent off mm. right now. I haven't played either, but I know really? it is twenty percent off at the moment right now. So I'm gonna need to. I'm gonna I just need have to dive in. You guys saw they just launched that. Um, I want to cover it in our topics episode, but mm-hmm. they just launched Arcade Edition. You can play 2K mm-hmm. on like uh, like Apple TV and iOS. We'll get really? to it. Ooh, yeah, no, right? Didn't they're, I know they're that. getting there, but. Ooh. But that's my point, because as we dig into some of these details, uh, Anton, as the one that's played the latest version, uh, feel free to jump in and, and school me on some of the uh, developments. Mm-hmm. So cool. Pillar one, products and services. Uh, so looking at NBA 2K, right? Uh, IRL and uh, NBA 2K. Oh, in real life and NBA 2K. Products ah. are king, right? <laughs> I got myself. <laughs> uh, boomers. Oh. <laughs> my ass. Uh, let me be cool fam <laughs> uh, uh, i already love so, it so right in real life and in nba 2k products are king and gaming opens up incredible doors to the product space that we've truly never imagined uh, this one's super easy Imagine the product creation process, if you will. It's something you guys know I, I live around, um, but sometimes we don't spend time to just imagine it, right? So look at that product creation process. There are exhaustive methods to identify what, like I'm uh, thinking sneakers first, what silhouettes, sizes, colorways, and components consumers desire, and it's a constantly moving target. This is the, it's, it's not just in sneakers or in fashion. This is also present in, in really all industries. So in food, or I think in my experience in the music industry. We're always trying to figure out, and we spend, we being brands, all the brands, we spend so much money trying to figure out what people, what people want, who, who's hot, what are you guys going to listen to? If we put this artist there, is it going to go up? Right? We all know mm-hmm. about like the Coilerae thing at um, mm-hmm. whatever concert that was, uh, uh, Rolling Loud. Rolling Loud, yeah. Had to have been Rolling Loud, right? Uh. Gosh, look at, <laughs> we are thirty. <laughs> We're like, what's that cool thing the kids do <laughs> uh, at Rolling Loud? <laughs> we know, outside. About, we yeah, outside. That, like, we outside. Out there at EDC, okay? I was there. <laughs> Incredible. Um, but right. So, so uh, when we're thinking, 
<laughs> thinking products, and we're thinking uh, of what music they want. So Coyle Ray, right? They put her out on stage, and then the the audience was not feeling it. That's Oof. some somebody who had the insights, somebody who was booking that made a mistake. Like they believed that was going to mm-hmm. work. They believed we were going to put it out there. It was going to be great, and everyone was going to be excited. And it ended up going backwards for them. It mm-hmm. actually hurt the brand that is Rolling Loud, right? Uh, and the same thing happens with with again going back to sneakers. Another space that I know intimately. We spend so much money trying to pick a colorway that we'll put into the market, and most often you won't even find out it doesn't work until it's too late. So what happens to a product in the marketplace that doesn't hit? Liquidation. <laughs> you know, you have to try and get rid of it or sell it for something. So yeah. you know, you have mm-hmm. this whole mix of what it costs to create a product and a price point you're going to sell it at that will help you make back the profit to justify creating that product. And then that all goes out the door when you can't sell. So we, we do all this work to try and, and guesstimate. And the truth of the matter is that brands are terrible at this. Like, it's just, it's just such a hard task. It, it's it's near impossible. You'll see it again. I used to say this all the time in the record industry. If labels knew what to do, they'd do it. Right? Like, if labels mm-hmm. knew how to, how to hit the go button or turn the switch and make someone cool, I promise you they would do it. They don't know. The fact is they have no idea how to make it happen. It's such a difficult, culturally complex and moving target. The evidence proves that this just doesn't work. If you look at a record label for every hundred artists that they have on, you know, signed to to the label, you know, 95 of them are just going to get dropped and you'll never hear of them. And it's like, man, go do something else. That is a shockingly terrible success rate. <clears throat> yeah. So bringing, bringing it back to what uh, what we can do here, right? So gaming and gaming culture takes so much of the guess out of this guesswork. Uh, so th- again, looking at a game like NBA 2K. 2K allows us to pressure test potential products with real consumers in real time, right? That moving target, we can we can shoot right at it. We can live where the target lives. And, and I'm thinking sneakers here, because again, in 2K, we can do so much more than which colorway works best or which model is most exciting. Right, you can imagine we we put six versions of a sneaker into the the sneaker store on two K mm-hmm. in six different colorways, and you just go see which one sells best. Mm-hmm. Make that sneaker, like That's do that, that one, simple, right? Simple. It sounds like yeah, it's that simple. And again, mm-hmm. it's not you're not just putting it out with people. Like you know, <clears throat> you do these uh, like people used to do focus groups, which are terrible. Focus groups are such a bad idea. Like it doesn't make, it doesn't make sense at all. But they used to do focus groups, and you'd grab a group of people and like. Try to guess how how the consumers feel about it. Imagine with something like NBA 2K as an example, the people in there actually wear basketball shoes. Mm-hmm. They actually buy mm-hmm. basketball sneakers. Like it's the basketball community. It's not just people. Mm-hmm. It takes the guesswork out of it. You get to to get your consumers where they shop in their territory to make their real decisions. Yep. Right. So you can. It takes mm-hmm. all the guesswork. It's incredible. It goes on and gets further. Right. Uh, so beyond you know figuring out which colorway works best or which model is most exciting, we could even start to figure out exactly how to price our products, and that for me is insane. But imagine a shoe that sells well at uh, 150 VC, mm-hmm. but not at 250 VC, uh, will behave in the exact right. It will behave mm-hmm. in the exact same way in the real marketplace. Yeah. Maybe we can't put it at this pr- this premium price point, but maybe we can put it down here or right here, and this is where it will sell. Imagine you make a product, colorway hits, silhouette hits, people love it and they want it. Just not for that much, which we've all been there, right? Oh, I like this, but not for that price. Mm-hmm. Imagine if we could build that in from the start. 
this is some of the information we can get from gaming. And even just one more to tack on to when we're talking products, we can make products that are out of this world. So sometimes when I go and I talk to, to designers, right? And uh, when the opportunity does present itself and I'm like, hey, also take this opportunity to push it, like push it, Wh whatever you think of, we can do here. Like, you know, maybe the struct you think of engineering, some structures don't work, or this would be terrible on the human foot. We couldn't walk or we couldn't play in that. Remember, um, Yeezy's trying to break into the basketball industry a few years ago. Yeah. And it was like, are you, you going to play in that shoe? Right. And there's, there's yeah. been other moments in the NBA where really hype players will come in, in in like a cool shoe, but it's like, bro, you can't, you can't play in that. No. Out the door, completely out the door here. Right. You could play. Playing Crocs, playing clogs, whatever you want to do here, completely out the door. You could design things that could never exist in real life. So from the product standpoint and product creation process, gaming changes everything. Mm -hmm. uh, if you don't mind, Kev, that like I was just no. thinking, man, like all the shoes that I purchase on 2K, like I'm not purchasing just to look silly. Like I'm dressing myself in that game. I'm trying to like. Like a lot of those fits, those sneakers that I pick, those are the exact shoes that I would wear. It's never anything that's or have like, already or have already. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So could, like, could just you imagine to, being man. at like Nike and like I, I'm mm -hmm. gonna sell to this person? I'm gonna sell them the same shoe twice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling Bro, you from a salesman yeah. perspective, I'm like, this is nuts. I could sell mm -hmm. it to because uh, from the from the brand perspective, once we've created that desirability, we've done our job. You want it. Mm -hmm. You want it. Right, the Travis mm -hmm. Scott Jordan Six or whatever you want it. However yeah. you can get it, you want a piece of yep. that. Yep. Cool. We've done our job. We've made yeah. it hype. We've made it desirable. Now, where and how do you go and get that? That's what's evolving. <clears throat> you know, uh, and, if, if you don't mind to, to add into that, because I was thinking, um, like, whenever I get shoes on Two K, I don't even go to the store and like buy them at like Nike or like what is it? Um, what are they calling the game? Swags, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, like yeah, I yeah, actually, yeah. I literally, I make my own shoes. So it's, it's kind of funny you say that because I'll go to the shoe editor and, uh, and just take my time on just like a, a base shoe and create like my own one. And then from there, go into the game and then wear that shoe. So if there was a mm -hmm. way, I think that if like you could almost like, like how, like the Nike ID, I'm thinking like, if you could like upload your design from like the game and then have like a, like a rate for that from like that, that would be pretty, that'd cool. be pretty cool, bro. Oh, we're getting there too. Don't let me forget that. It'll come up at the end of this and I want you to bring that back up. Gotcha. But also, I mean, geez, imagine when you're trying to sort, that opens up so many new doors for designers themselves, right? For right. ways to make it up. Imagine you, you do, here's a cool activation. Here's a free one. We put out the design, you, you know, you, you let the designers go nuts with, I'll use an Adidas example. The Adidas forum is a sneaker that the brand's working now. It's, it's a blank, you know, white, it comes in all shapes and sizes. I got three pairs. White leather shoe. Yeah, white leather <laughs> shoe, three stripes. Like, you could do whatever you want to do with it, like an Air Force One. So, design competition. Adidas Forum. Go nuts. We're going to put, you know, we'll select 100, 100 uh, designs to put into swags for a weekend. Mm -hmm. And whichever one gets purchased the most, we're going to create in real life. Mm -hmm. And I keep talking to brands about the difference. They always want to do this thing where they take products that we have and put them in the game like oh that's kitschy that's cool and i'm like no you're doing it backwards yeah start in the game mm -hmm. and pull mm -hmm. it out of the game mm -hmm. grow the affinity put it where you know we're going to be create something that we have a relationship with and then it's like hey you got a real one of those yeah <laughs> we've seen yes. people do that right mm -hmm. with like apex mm -hmm. heirlooms where those guys like literally go and they like you know 3d print and, and metal cut 
these like weapons from a game that's like, what are you doing with that ninja so sword? Cool, you ain't cutting it. But it's just you just pulled it from the game. It's something you you use or you engage with every day, and over time that that creates value. Right? You know how so much you this, can probably this, sell that for too. Dude, this into and out of it relationship, right? We have to we have to really learn and explore, and we will here. We have to learn and explore that in in the IRL <laughs> relationship, right? Into the game and then and then out of the game uh, is really exciting. But they're they're blending together like never before. We'll definitely end there. Yes. Uh, yeah. But before we get too far away, uh, exciting. So products, but in business, you don't just sell products. You sell products and services, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm just giving you something. Sometimes I'm just giving you my time. Um, and so another exciting thing about gaming is it it is a really fun way and opens up doors for us to create to create products out of services if that makes sense right so traditionally I, the first thing I think of is is practice so for this one we'll depart from 2k for a moment are you guys familiar with aim lab yeah I actually yeah. have that right mm-hmm. okay so aim lab uh, a free first person shooter training platform built by gamers and neuroscientists available on Steam. Aim Lab mm-hmm. is being used by over 20 million players, from beginners to esports pros. Their unique aim analysis optimizes your gameplay, targets your weaknesses, and builds key skills for any FPS, TPS, that's first-person shooter, third-person shooter mm-hmm. uh, game, all for free. So, it's it's video game practice, right? Yep, I use that as uh, warm-ups right before I drop into like battle royales or shooters. It's pretty funny. Right, get, like it's, a good it's, couple minutes it's, in. It's important. Just like sports, you get a little, get some shots up before you get out there. Get dialed in, see where you're at. Got to get a warm up in. We all do that before you go mm-hmm. ranked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, when we're looking at this, this is practice. So imagine, right? When we look at traditional sports, uh, and I use like you guys know Chris Brickley. He's in NBA yeah. 2K. Yes. Right. So you go and you get a trainer, and you have to pay this. Per- talk trainer, nutritionist. That, that's what we pay them for is this service. We could cook for ourselves. We could work out for ourselves. But we want your tutelage. We want your guidance. Even on Peloton, I need you to, to curate this and tell me what to do and guide me along these different experiences. So when we're looking at that at that practice, what gaming in the metaverse allows us to do is actually load this into a program. So think of something like like AimLab as your Chris Brickley for for Call of Duty. But now Chris doesn't need to be there. So if you're if you're the Chris of Call of Duty. Your your business is limited by the amount of hours in the day. I can train Mello and Trey and maybe Braun wants to get going. How many can you do in one day, right? Also, what if those guys, who knows if those guys get along together? Who knows where they're located? Can you be with all of them at the same day? Ah, but gaming, of course, changes everything. We, Chris, you know, again, this is a bad example, maybe a good example. Imagine if Chris loaded himself into a program and he was AimLab. Right, mm. and then it's like here you can get me here, like I'm like like I'm handing a disc, jeez, <laughs> like a floppy mm-hmm. disc. But right, like you can download essentially me and my training, and you can you can go practice with me on your schedule where you are at any time and get your own bespoke platform to use. Right, that makes you like like this said in Aim Lab, the unique aim analysis optimizes your gameplay, targets your weaknesses, and builds key skills. Right, so yeah. now you're not just going to practice. We've all been to sports practice where you're there and like. Like, heaven forbid you're better than the other kids on the team or other people on the team. We can't spend time just coaching you, right? Mm-hmm. You, you, unfortunately, you're going to get pulled down a little bit. We've got to coach the team. This is how things like AAU develop, etc. In this digital space and in gaming, we there's this new world where we can truly 
create this, these services out of products where we can load them and give you the benefit of our time or our decision-making or our insights. Uh, and we don't need to be there. Super solid. Very excited about that. Very excited about that one. All I kept thinking, I don't know. I, I was, I get too ahead because for me, I, uh, I think of like where like the VR is going to be and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And it's like, I don't know. Imagine like, a. Imagine, like, I'm thinking of, like, flying, you know what I mean? Imagine you're flying and you can, like, log into, like, a VR or something and still just go in and get, like, get, like, your shots in or something or play a game or be able to run around. Like, that's going to be, it's making me sick. Bro, it's just, it's just like flying planes, like we talked about, driving cars, even uh, surgeries, right? These days, it's like, where do I go and get the practice in? It's it's a pretty quick jump from the, the race car guys learning the F1 tracks to, like, heart surgery. It's, it's not far, but where can you get that practice in where there are some of these things we do where it's like it's either time's on the line or your life is on the line. And the ability to practice in, in real time and get the hone those skills without needing so many other people. Again, even if you want to practice, you know, football or bat, even just basketball, who's who's going to kick the ball back to you? Are you going to rebound after each shot, you know, yeah. for yourself? So yeah. being able to build this service in is in and, and, and take that um, additional resource or additional person's time out of it. It, it puts the ability into the the person, the player, or the developing individual's hands. So again, the service is really exciting, and and it can go so much further than sports. It could become it could become therapy. It's the first thing I think about. What if you could build a therapist into a, an algorithm, right? Or you could load into a video game and go and sit with your therapist for that. Just riffing on ideas. It gets really exciting. Mm-hmm. Won't stay for too long because we're ready for pillar number two: marketing, oh. media, and membership i'm a big fan of ar by the way oh man that's right because like i I mean it's like yeah it's no different you know what i mean i mean i'm just imagining like being in your open space in the backyard throwing on some glasses you have these like gloves on and you know imaginary hoop but i mean you can see it through your lenses because it's brought to you but I'm, i'm a big fan of ar over the yard. even and even yeah. if like right now it's like oh that gets kind of hard what if it was just playing defense <laughs> like it's like how do you, yeah, how do you get you the can... weight of the ball and how do you make yeah, it okay, true, 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 true. Yep. i'm in the backyard playing defense yeah, 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 yeah. be careful though you don't want to you don't want to slide slide through <laughs> the wall or something <laughs> which way are you gonna go which way are you gonna go <laughs> <laughs> what? Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did just buy a or download flight simulator also so mm-hmm you might see your boys out here in American Airlines. And <laughs> I'm so here for it. Please oh, become boy, our flight. flight simulator. It's on upside down. That's a big Europe. If you see the light on, make sure your seatbelts are on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. Uh, marketing, media, and membership. Bear with me. Mm-hmm. So, marketing. Um, geez, I used to do this in my career in marketing. It's 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 always so tricky, and you hear people like, "Oh, those marketing guys. It's all marketing." Mm-hmm. Do you know what that means? Do you know what are you talking about? <laughs> like you say it like it's a bad thing. Uh, so, I've heard this question asked a million times. It's always a different answer. But my favorite answer to like what is marketing is communicating the value of your products or services, but communicating the value of what you do, right? So here's my billboard. Uh, I make a cozy hoodie, right? My, my goal there is to communicate to you the, the unique selling proposition, USP of my product. So like my product is cool, it's, it's cozy, and uh, this person wears it, so you wanna wear it, right? You're like communicating the value. If we sign a brand partner and I put this hoodie on 
um, Bad Bunny were saying, hey, look, Bad Bunny likes our brand. You like Bad Bunny. You see how there's value there? The things mm-hmm. that you like that were the things we've communicated the value, right? So no matter what we're doing, whether it's showing how this shoe makes you faster, how this jacket keeps you warmer, how this hat makes you look cooler, marketing is always communicating the value. I'm explaining to you why you want this product more than you want a competitor's product. Sweetie meal. <laughs> That's so sweet. Bro, I'm trying to get some of that hottie sauce right now. I've heard. I'm, I've I'm heard. Low, I'm low-key tight when now I don't even know what to eat. If I can't get yeah. the for the sweetie, like... What do I get here? I don't even. Yeah. Hottie sauce. <laughs> I love it so much. The hottie sauce is great. <laughs> we got to talk about that. Um, but okay, we're going to go back to NBA 2K to talk marketing, which it should be obvious and easy. Anton, I know you'll get this immediately. We're going to talk about the city, right? So in NBA oh. 2K, there's a reason I call it a basketball lifestyle game to basketball culture game because you do play basketball. You play in stadiums and in, in the NBA, but you also get to play in what's called the park and exist in what's called the city. So complete with billboards, retail stores, branded basketball courts, and a rotating cast of influencers, right? Like the players. Mm-hmm. Uh, all it, it, There's this entire you know mini metaverse set against their curated soundtrack. So they even get to pick the music that's there, right? Like, what's the soundtrack of basketball this year? Even the wait staff at these 2K restaurants are wearing real products. Like, brands are everywhere. It's a real, it's a real city. Anton, do you have anything to say about what it looks like now? Yeah, I was like, I was gonna let you finish, but um, but no, yeah, I, I mean, they've it. actually they added a whole new like role playing aspect into it, where like. I mean, if you don't even, you can spend hours of time not even playing basketball, honestly, and just be doing these side quests of becoming now like a fashion icon, um, like like what? pushing your own brand, doing like uh, what are, what are those things like walkways, uh, like fashion shows and fashion things shows, like that, yeah. like like in the game, mm-hmm. or you can become like a music artist now. They, uh, I, I believe it's Columbia Records they have a deal with. Um, really? Yeah. So every season they update the the soundtrack with whatever the new hottest music is, instead okay. of it just being the same songs, you know, for a year. Right. Um, and then yeah, you can like go into music like record. You know, you know, you like you go into the studio, you make songs. So it's like they added these whole like like you said, it's a whole other experience besides even basketball. Now you know, it's like building your own brand and becoming That's an icon cool. on top of like a basketball legend. Right. Okay. It's open. It's an open world game, and they want you to experience not just what it's like to be an NBA pro, like in, in, on the court. They want you to experience what it's like to be an NBA pro. To have, in, you get to earn endorsement deals. You get to choose your sneaker brand, Gatorade mm-hmm. bottles, and you get mm-hmm. to go to mm-hmm. parties. And they, ha- you have your own agent, right? They want you to yeah. experience. It's a simulation, right? You experience push what Howard this might down. be like. Right. Huh? <laughs> <I> push Dwight <laughs> down. That was, oh man. Come on, Lakers. All right, you got to turn it around keep now. Going, keep it going. Yeah. I've never seen Dwight look so small before. My like Lanza, brother. Major, the, I mean, so fragile. <laughs> Put AD at the five. Put him at the five. You heard it. <laughs> um, but but that's the idea, right? So brands are everywhere. It gets, it's a brand. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a marketing dream. It's this crazy marketplace. Or as soon as you load in, from the moment you load in, from before you load in, it's brand after brand after brand, experience after experience after experience. And again, Everyone is in there trying to communicate the value of their products, right? We're all trying to say, you want to pick us, and this is why. So a, a great example of how one brand is using their relationship, uh, their identity with basketball culture to continue to drive home their unique sales position again uh, within the game 
It's Gatorade, right? Gatorade. Gatorade. I've heard that like twenty years. Oh, why, boy? But right, so Gatorade, and and that's their USP. What what they call themselves is the world's number one sports drink. So how do they communicate that? And I can see you guys already smiling. Uh, they mm-hmm. do a great job in the NBA 2K. They've got a couple of different ways or methods through which they authenticate there, but it's all tied into the same thing, and it's pretty great. They even they pull it out of the game as they get there. So it's a start. They have in the city, and Anton, I assume this is still there, they have the Gatorade Gym. Is that still there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they have this gym, right, where so you're you're an NBA pro and you have games on the calendar and you have practice sessions. What you do is before practice or before games, you can go and work out, like work out in the Gatorade gym. You know, they have little challenges and it earns you boosts for the game. That's correct, Anton? Right. So to kind of jump in really quick, like, for example, they have like sprints. So if you do sprints, like it's like, say, you have to click your left and right stick, like, you know, repeatedly back and forth. And then when you get to the end, before you turn around, you have to click square, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, you have to go back and forth. And depending on how fast you do it. Like there's like a time frame you get rated on stars one to three. Mm-hmm. So if you get three stars, you get you know plus three to your speed category. If you're doing box jumps and you hit the three, you get plus three to your jump. So so forth, you know. And and I believe there's five. It's like uh, speed, stamina, strength, uh, jump, and so forth. So yeah. So there, there's right. a, it's a whole gym where you do the workouts, and then that adds to like a boost you get, like a workout boost for the whole week, depending on how <clears throat> how good you do. And you have right, to so do. And you have to do it. It's something that you, you, you can't just buy. You actually don't have right? to. You don't, no? you don't have to do it. Well, but but thought... it, it, it just it's specific. It just helps you when you do it. Oh, okay. I thought it actually helps you. Like in order to get certain attributes boosted up, you have to go work out. Mm-mm. No. Okay. Cool. So it's just boosting. Mm-hmm. And I'm really happy you yeah. asked that too, though, because mm-hmm. that's that's the point, right? Mm-hmm. That's the. It's really. I'm really happy you said that because that's what Gatorade is trying to say here, right? Mm. When you drink Gatorade, <laughs> you become a better athlete. That's mm-hmm. the that's the USP, right? That's what they're trying to communicate at all times. Whatever they're doing at all times through marketing, right? But they're creating a product. All their marketing efforts are, are this. When you drink Gatorade, you're better at sports. That's it. So how do we go about communicating this? Well, you just explained a really great mechanic uh, uh, through which they do that. And again, it's not just a one-time thing. This is a benefit. It is a benefit that comes for this week or this game, mm-hmm. which is what they want you to feel in real life. <laughs> it does, it's not just buy Gatorade one time. No, this they, they want this to become part of your routine. Before you play, you drink Gatorade, mm-hmm. right? So they built that into the game in a really special way by rewarding you where you go with a mechanic that's true to their culture, community, and again, basketball community. It goes further. They also have now an in-game endorsement, just like in real life, where once you perform to a certain level, and I imagine once you engage with them enough, you can unlock more more benefits, right? So it's an endorsement where just like in real life, you would have Gatorade benefits, Gatorade products. You might appear in Gatorade ad advertisements and work with their brand as their team, but also you get paid by Gatorade. Right. The better you play and the more you do and the more exposure you earn from them, the more benefit you get in the game. There's a mechanic in there, right, in real life where you can achieve an in-game endorsement by Gatorade, where they've signed on to your brand. You get an added because you, you get paid like in game bucks, VC, after you um, after you perform in each game, I, I believe. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. right. So, again, really exciting. So they unlock this in-game endorsement and they tied that to an uh, what's it, the IRL thing? They tied this to an IRL product offering. 
right? So once you achieve the in-game endorsement, what you can do is now you get a discount on, I can't believe this is working, a customized Gatorade water bottle. Mm -hmm. So you get Mm -hmm. to customize it Mm in-game and you can receive one. It's not even free. You have to buy it. It's like 25 bucks Mm -hmm. and you can get it for 20 bucks. But once Mm -hmm. you achieve the Gatorade endorsement, now you're a Gatorade athlete. You can now have your customized, in the game, your customized water bottle sent to you in real life. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. And incredible because Mm -hmm. the product, this whole marketing cycle of them communicating to you, right? They've now taken you from... Here's a way that you can maybe get better at your at your basketball game that's not necessarily even real through these arcade methods that's just entertaining and engaging with you. But if we get you into our funnel, for those of you that come in and start to engage with this, we want to pull you all the way deep and take it as far as we can. So for those that have the appetite and that, and that Gatorade resonates with, it starts with going to that gym, moves through getting that endorsement, and ends in this real-life product situation, right, where they're buying that new Gatorade water bottle that you put the little pods in. So you continue buying more and more Gatorade. And now when that person goes to the gym where they go play basketball, what do they do? Gatorade. It's a full, the full the, like product marketing process lives right in the game. And Gatorade's doing a better job than just about anyone. Mm-hmm. They even go as far as to add, not even with the workout, but if you go to the Gatorade store in the back of the Gatorade gym, they have Gatorade <laughs> boosts that you can pay to buy on top of the boost that you get from working out that add to that. So and, yeah, and, they go. And what can you buy at the Gatorade booth? Uh, oh, it's like the fruit shoes, like the Gatorade, Gatorade shoes, fruit the Gatorade, shoes. Uh, drinks or something Gatorade or another. Drinks. And that gives you an extra boost on top of the workout boost. Gatorade. And now you know what products they make. Cause I haven't mm-hmm. seen all, like, I know, I think I've mm-hmm. seen like somewhere the fruit juice and all, and I haven't played competitive sports in 15 years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. now, Again, I was telling you at the trip last night, we're watching the Lakers game, and you were like, oh, who's at the five? And I'm like, I forget you know basketball now. Because we grew up, and that wasn't your thing. <laughs> and you started playing That's 2K, true. and you're yeah. like, you're, you, you, you interact lingo. with the sport now, but even mm-hmm. with, with a brand, right? When we're talking about marketing and communicating the value of our products, what about communicating that a product exists? Now you know mm-hmm. there's fruit juice and bars and drinks and pods and and that's this is all what they're uh, what they're landing through the game because we would have no idea without mm-hmm. it, right because we fall we fallen out of their target market. I don't play competitive sports. I don't really drink sugary drinks, but I spent 20 minutes talking about Gatorade today, and that's because of what they do uh, in the game, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Really Super. exciting. Uh, so moving on from marketing to media, right? This one's really exciting, and when we say media. This is is more like, you know, what we consume, like what messages we're consuming. So it's part of this whole marketing mix, um, but it's a little bit different than just like the message, right? Are you- no randoms. Yo, Javo. Oh, okay. What's up? Go ahead and download that Far Cry, dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the last one you played, though? Did you play five? I want to say I did. Yeah. Okay. That's the last one I did play. I'm I'm thinking about. I'd be honest. I'm thinking about 2K. <laughs> like hearing this, because like 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 the only thing that's kept me from it. But again, like I I don't have much of a community on there, so I wouldn't be playing in a park as much anyways. But I do mm. know that there's a lot of cheaters on the PC world, so that's the only thing that makes it a little bit more difficult going into like the park or the city is. There's a lot more cheaters, I believe. Like I remember seeing guys walking around look like avatars, bro. Dead ass, like super mm, long modders. arms. It's the modders, weird, bro. It's weird. Yeah, modding like crazy. It's like they don't have like anti cheat. So 
Mm. But but I don't mean if I'm playing just the regular game mode, like just the career and hearing this stuff, like I keep getting more and more intrigued, bro. And again, twenty percent off. <laughs> I know about the cop. Yeah. All right. We'll look at um, looking at media. So when we talk media, gaming is maybe the most important landscape to explore in 2021. Mm-hmm. Gaming is at the height of relevance. It reaches the highest percentage of Gen Z and millennials versus any other passion point. Uh, we spend more time gaming than we do listening to music, engaging with film or television, or playing sport. So that means gaming is where the biggest relevance gap exists and brands should be taking notice, right? If we spend the most time there, that means your, your most op- your biggest opportunity to connect again with Gen Z and millennials who are spending money right now mm-hmm. is right where they exist. Um, so there are 3.5 billion consumers on social media and we spend around $93 billion globally on advertising to them every year. There are 2.6 billion consumers playing video games and we spend just $4.5 billion advertising to them. Just numbers. What that means is that while gamers measure at 74% the audience size of social media, they garner just 5% of the advertising investment. Mm. The advertise the, the opportunity is incredible there. It's like, it's like brands just don't get it. We're spending all this money on social. Again, like if, if it's one for one, we're spending all this money on social media, which is most frequently a one way, a one way message, right? Sometimes people respond, I guess, but nothing like what we just discussed with Gatorade. You don't get to interact and live with a brand like you can in, in gaming, right? Or in the mm-hmm. metaverse. Um, so when you look at this, it's like the, this 5% of the advertising investment is like, oh my God, what an, what an upscale, what an upside to start to, to work into this space, right? When you want to mm-hmm. communicate to people, this is where they are. Yeah. Uh, so, right, this, the opportunity is massive, and it goes beyond billboards. So this one's short and easy. Um, it's not just the billboards or the cover of the game or traditional advertising spaces, right? You look at the city in and, and NBA 2K, and there's 50 billboards in there. That's what's called digital out-of-home. So, like, billboards are called out-of-home, make your out-of-the-house. Out-of-home advertising, and then digital out-of-home normally is, like, it's a digital screen. But that means you can rotate it, right? You can't just flip a billboard that easy. You have to go and paste it up. It takes money and time. So when you pay for a traditional billboard, I'm buying that spot for three weeks, for three months, for a period of time. Digital out of home, we could rotate. I could change it at any time. Even if I put the wrong image up there, I could change the image and throw it back up. So you can imagine it. It opens up this whole new world where you can you can now sell one billboard to 10 people. You can have it on Monday. You can have it on Tuesday nights, right? You can split it up. That exists in a really special way in gaming, but it gets even even better and even beyond that, right? Because when you think about the amount of time, ah, I can't wait for brands to figure this out. You think about the amount of time that we spend just looking at loading screens or watching mm-hmm. animations, mm-hmm. Oh right? Think mm-hmm. about, it's even become a cosmetic. So I'll try and explain this concept. It's obvious to you guys. So in gaming, right, you have when you're loading into a lobby or whatever, you have a loading screen. You just have to wait, whether it's a minute or two, what, 30 seconds, whatever. Yeah. It's so ubiquitous that what games do now is they allow you to to download and, and place and replace different uh, loading screens, right? It's like a cosmetic, something else for you to enjoy looking at. Sometimes they're motion. Sometimes they move. Sometimes they don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we all know about games with the dreaded, like, non-skippable scenes. Yes. And my point being here that those, those 2.6 billion consumers... I can't even I can't even begin to quantify 
the the human hours spent kind of just staring at a screen that we've already seen before or watching content like I've seen the loading screen for some of my favorite games literally <laughs> five ten thousand times right mm-hmm. think about some of the games we use you know the songs you know exactly mm-hmm. what goes up next even mm-hmm. this the silly like uh here's <laughs> this is I just thought of this right now in FIFA on pro clubs before you go into a match you know the little loading screen where they let you like go take a shot on goal yeah mm-hmm. that's what I was thinking that's about the whole time you were talking about this that's yeah. an incredible media opportunity to customize because everybody does it multiple times a day if you want to play the game. So yeah. that's my idea, right? Is is when do we start to look at this as an extremely captive and specifically pointed audience, right? Like we said before, there's not a kid that's into basketball culture that has access and is not playing NBA 2K. Imagine the possibilities. If you're a sport brand, if you could place your newest advertisement in the loading screen for NBA 2K. Now, everybody that plays basketball just saw your, your spot, your commercial, your advertisement. We spend so much time and money trying to get these in front of the right people. The platform exists. It's right there. Yeah, right in front of me. <laughs> it's media and gaming, it, it's got to get there. It's funny you say that because I have noticed a change in, uh, in like loading. I, it has changed because of the speed of the devices now. So I've noticed mm-hmm. it, if anything, it, it's kind of gone away. But like in games, like, uh, yeah, like like 2K and stuff like that, they have like the 2K TV now in between like the loading screens and stuff like right. that. Right. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. such a great example. It's. It, I'm so happy you said that because it is. It, that's true media. And their media spots that come from sports networks, Bleacher Report and ESPN, and they have their real anchors. And again, for what mm-hmm. it's worth, it's, that's, that's, it's cool, but that's mostly because we don't get it yet. Right, we're still mm-hmm. trying to force old forms of media into new platforms that we just don't fully understand yet. Uh, but it's it's exactly that. That's exactly the opportunity for us to start to get in there. And and you think um, I, was, I was having this conversation with Fortnite a couple months ago. It didn't work out because again the ideas are too new. But I have a commercial with a really famous Fortnite player that's not necessarily about Fortnite, but you know it's about gaming. He's the most famous Fortnite guy on the planet. Uh, and I wanted to put it's a thirty second spot. I wanted to put it at the loading screen. And here's the here's an idea. Maybe your loading screen's only five seconds, and this the commercial or the advertisement, the film, is thirty seconds. Cool. So you you are allowed to skip it after five seconds. But if you want to stay, stay and hang out. And I'm not saying put this on the game forever. Put it there for a week. Mm-hmm. Let me pay you to put it there for a week. <laughs> like that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Rather than having these as in house guarded off spots. Allow brands, like, please give us the opportunity to make it better, to make the experience better. Allow brands to pay you and treat your loading screen like a media placement, right? Because it's right there. It works the same way. Otherwise, we can just stare at the same screens. Uh, I think this is another thing that is bound to happen. If it's not happening somewhere right now, it's going to happen. I'm telling you, I've tried it already, and it just didn't quite get there. Yeah. It it, it drives the incentive, too. I didn't mean to talk. Uh, it drives the incentive too, because honestly, like if I knew that, like if there was, uh, I, I mean, from what I can think of, like 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 two K and Ruffles always has like a, a partnership, you know. Ruffles, like say, if, uh, yeah, yeah, I know they got uh, a like, partnership with Anthony Davis. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 you know yeah, what yeah. I mean. How basketball players are getting yeah. their own chips now and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like Jason Tatum got his Anthony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, like, Perhaps what next. if they did something, did something <laughs> like that? You know what I mean? Like whoever the top. Whoever wins this, whatever team wins this, whatever, like we'll get you a position and hold that every other month or something like that. You know how much that would drive an incentive to, for for one that competition, but then also to drive players. So that it, I mean, it works for itself. Yeah, no, again, it's it's truly it's an incredible opportunity for us to start to lean into these things, and and that's where we can communicate. And you think of um, 
so when you're making these brand films, right? Like I got a new film for X athlete and then you're like, I'm going to have an activation and then people are going to come back to our website so that they can learn more about like, nobody does that. Like nobody does that. Nobody wants to do like athlete, a, their mom isn't going to follow you back to your brand landing page to learn more about the profile of X at like, Oh my goodness. N there are some marketing ideas y'all that come out that we're going to do that. I'm like, I think the audience for that is actually zero. I don't think it's 10 or 20 or somebody in the globe. Literally, it will be people that work here and that's it. Cause nobody's going to go, lo who's looking for an extra profile or information on some, some player. And I'm going to go to some brand's website to do it. And then the thinking is like, and then when they come to our website, they'll also shop while they're there. Like, mm -hmm. what are you talking about? What are you talking about? That does not, like, that does not happen. In the two thousands, maybe the early two thousands, but that's how they do. It's they, they take the the mechanic from a store activation, right? We'll have you all come mm -hmm. to our brand store, and while you're there, you might shop around. It is not the same thing. Like it's, mm -mm. it just doesn't work the same way. So uh, communicate to people where they want to be communicated to about things they they care about. They care right? about, yeah. I want to see us get rid of the brand landing page. Take that same, it's the same content, but you create this content and it's like, you're trying to get people who, who might care about this to go somewhere they would never go. If you're going to make the content for the people, go to where the people live. Duh. So media, media's on the way. We're getting there. We're fighting the good fight. Uh, and I, again, I give that months if it, before it starts to get really cracked, certainly not years. I mean, the way we've been podding, everything's been coming to life, bro so fast yeah. it's, it's, i'm it's telling wild. you we have to start to do it's this wild. now because it's happening mm -hmm. around us it's crazy mm -hmm. really enjoyable on the membership uh so this one uh, originally i was going to do marketing and media that's like traditional every brand is concerned with it we all understand it uh but something we talk about in business a ton is, is membership so when we say membership we mean signups loyalty programs everything under the the crm umbrella uh, and we can learn a, a ton from surprising places like the Battle Pass. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. I, when I was thinking about this, I was like, well, how does gaming relate to membership? And I thought of some cool... Either way, I sat with it for a while. And then the Battle Pass came to me like, oh my goodness. Duh. Like, that's where you can learn from. So, what is a Battle Pass? Um, a popular monetization system uh, made ubiquitous by Fortnite and Epic Games that offers players a chance to unlock in-game cosmetics, currency, and rewards simply by playing the game. Players gain experience points, which earn them levels that grant them rewards. Um, as an option, players can also purchase, you can purchase levels, right? So rather than playing to get your experience points, you can just mm -hmm. pay money to go ahead one. Mm -hmm. And you can also purchase what's called a premium battle pass. So it mm -hmm. works exactly the same way uh, you can imagine the tier where you're evolving and getting new rewards as you get more experience. Yeah. Premium Battle Pass just gets you even better rewards and more experiences. Um, so again, uh, one of the most amazing membership programs I've ever seen, like anywhere, uh, they've created this this setting with rewards that is so exciting. Millions and millions of players spend their their hard-earned cash on free games all the time. Like I've personally spent way more than 60 or $70 on Apex Legends, and, and it feels very much worth it, right? What's your guys' experience with Battle Pass? Oh, my gosh, dude, yeah. No, um, well, actually, I wanted to follow up. Uh, if unless I'm mistaken, is, like, the Battle Pass and the Premium Battle Pass, the Premium gives you, like, extra levels, right? Yeah, the Premium has a benefit of they, like, advance you an extra, like, 25 levels ahead. Right, so right, if right. it's, like, okay, max, okay, if you okay. max out at Sorry, 100, they'll give you the first no. 25. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Good to know. They, they, okay, they, so give, you, like, they give you like, because the, the battle pass would be like to level 100 and they'll give you like like a quarter of the jump. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? On, on, the, on, the yeah. on a premium. Okay, so mm-hmm. if you, the regular battle pass, and again, this is free. Like if you just go play a free game, they're mm-hmm. like, this is how you get rewards just by playing. And it goes mm-hmm. zero to, or no, one to 100. Mm-hmm. If you buy the premium battle pass, it mm-hmm. goes one to 125. Mm-hmm. And they'll just gift you those first 25 levels. So we're going to push Correct. you ahead a little bit, and it doesn't give you less uh, experience or game time, essentially, because they tag it on to the back. And you and also then, get right. different experiences. So, like, you get to level 50 on the regular battle pass. Maybe you get a golden, you know, a gold star. You get to level 50 on the premium battle pass. You get a platinum star, right? Correct. Like, it's mm-hmm. a little bit different. Yeah, and another, uh, yeah, and another thing that I you, you can appreciate a lot about the battle pass is that which you pointed on is free games offer. A lot of these free games that are coming out are offering battle passes. And it's a way that you can contribute to that game. You know, if this game is free, you think, well, how are they going to make their money? And that's where these battle passes come. And another cool thing about Mm -hmm. it is you don't have to purchase it. So you might not like the game. You don't have to give your money to the game. You still can level yourself up in the game, but it'll probably take you a lot longer. And then back to that point, but then there's those people who love it, who really appreciate, want this game to continue and live on. That's when you go ahead and contribute by buying these battle passes. And that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful thing about it. And to your point, Kev, when you said you donated more than like 60, 70 bucks to Apex, but that's because we love that, that game, you know, that game is here. We're passionate about it. So of course we want to support it. And that's the way with these battle passes, which I think are awesome. Mm-hmm. Right. It's simple. Like if, if you can identify your consumers, Mm-hmm. reward them where they spend their time mm-hmm. this is so simple right membership is one of the most difficult one of the most difficult perspectives or tasks to crack in the brand space and and when i'm looking at what i'm observing is like man no one's doing it better than all of the battle passes right but again it's about understanding your consumer so quickly to, to bridge the gap here it made me think of what about, I think of fitness, right? That's the, oh, sport of course, I, the, of course the, you the are. space I live in. I can see you thinking about it already. <laughs> what if we had, uh, yeah, I, I bet you they got it already. What if we had like a Peloton battle pass? Or like a running battle pass, right? Like we have running apps, right? We have like Runtastic, the Adidas running app. What if we could give you uh, every month, just by running, you get X, Y, and Z rewards, right? You get, you get just little small things because we know what you do. We're, we're giving you a, for free a, an app, a service that will help you do what you do. You can enjoy it. You don't need to give us any money or engage with us, with us at all. Knock yourself out. You're going to be there. But if you're there for free, if you're going to be engaging, we might as well give you some rewards for how much you engage. Mm-hmm. And hey, by the way, if you're really into this and you want to spend some money, we can give you even better rewards. I mean, if yes. you want, mm-hmm. if something you're going to be competing in. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't think we mentioned this, but the Battle Pass reset, it's seasonal. So yes. it goes for, right, it'll go for a month or two months. And then at the end of that battle pass, new season, new rewards, start over, back to level mm-hmm. zero. What if you did this for, right, in Peloton or, or with, with your running apps, right? That's the element of membership I don't think these brands understand mm-hmm. is, is how to effectively reward people where they go. And, yes. and I'm like, man. And keep us there because or, or get us to sign up because that is huge. Like, you know, something I was already thinking about is that's another thing we're starting to look at, too, in these memberships is not only about, okay, you're offering me a service that I can just walk into and use because I'm paying X amount of dollars a month. But yet, like, because I am paying X dollars a month, like, are there any benefits extra to that? And that is a huge selling point. So it is, you know, something that these games, like what PlayStation, for example, 
right? You play a mon- monthly membership, they give you two free games a month. Right? right? It's well worth it. Bro, well worth me, it. Let me up you one. On mm-hmm. uh, on on Xbox actually, mm-hmm. uh, they have like the point system where every mm-hmm. time you log in you get points. If you do achievement in games, you get points. What? Like, literally, bro, it's like it I they, they just incentivize the hell out of you on there. Just anything you do on there just involving game even just being online they give you points and now it's like five Sharing. points you know what i mean right and like for uploading doing whatever purchasing games your weekly quest digital. playing a certain amount of games if you and, purchase uh, games do they if you purchase games on their store do they give you points uh i don't know i don't know i know, that. I know that but, happens um, on steam if i purchase games they give me steam points well, to use and but like all those game points pass. game pass right right mm-hmm. but but all of those accumulate to where you can actually use those points to like buy real life I mean, I mean, granted, you know, so like, for example, like they have like the, like the Microsoft store and for like 3000 or 5,000 of those points, you can buy like a Xbox controller, you know, mm, but I mean, but you cool. get five that's points cool. every time you log that's in cool. just for logging on yeah. the Xbox, you know? Yeah. And so each time you complete a game, you get a bunch of points. And so that's just like, you know what I mean? So in due time or, you know, if you want to use those points and you can end up, so that, that's what, that's what I was thinking of when Kevin was talking about like these like sports apps with that, mm-hmm. like what if they had a way to incentivize like, Oh, okay. You logged in. Here's five points. Oh, you hit your your personal goals that you know they have some sheet okay here's an extra 10 points just uh, you can your service. goals for the week yeah. here's 50 points you know yeah and then all of those accumulate like you can cash those in for either like yeah. your like your month off or like to buy like you know if they partner with a brand you can use that for like a, a certain percent yeah no that's uh, that's think- actually a really good idea Dude, here's the, here's the one to one. It's it's funny because you're you're saying like uh, you can buy a new controller, and here's the idea: like everyone's not going to play that far. Everyone's not super passionate gamers, and they're not going right. to play that many hours. That's fine. The point is, for those people that are, you must capture them. You must like you must mm-hmm. capture, know them, interact with them, and reward them because those are going to be the biggest proponents of your brand product, mm-hmm. whatever it is that you do. So yeah, exactly for the type of for the type of player. <laughs> Right, those those are those are the sounding boards you want for the type of player that's going to accomplish that. They might need a new controller by the time they get there. Right, it might be mm-hmm. worn out. So you're you're keeping them going. I'm going to have to open up controller check pretty soon. I want to start to see y'all's controllers. See how dirty them white Ooh. ones are. Oh boy, yeah, no, I stay right. negro. Look at, look at this. I stay negro. <laughs> we fresh, oh, baby. I stay we negro, fresh. bro. All right, I'll check again Try in six me. months. Uh, <laughs> I've had one the longest. Try me. <laughs> Oh, look at the flags. Yeah, exactly. oh, I got clean hands. <laughs> <laughs> My hands stay clean. But very quickly, here's the one-to-one jump. <laughs> running shoes. For the runner that is going to run and accomplish the running battle pass and get to a point where they need they need new running shoes, y'all. They're going to need them. Imagine if, if I ran, I complete the battle pass, and I did so good, I run so much, that the brand gave me their new running shoes. Mm-hmm. There it is. And again, just like we were saying, you know who you want to talk about this? I don't necessarily want the person that runs once or twice a month or like says they're a runner but doesn't really. I want the guy or the girl or the person that runs every single day. I want them because they talk about running constantly. I want them to tell everyone in their community and everyone outside their community and anyone that can hear them in earshot, did you guys know I got these free shoes because I I beat the battle pass and I have this badge and I have this hoodie? And did you guys know this is what I did? That's oh, your best yes. marketing. Yes. That's where you go. 2K. Right? Walking Membership. around. Uh, Pre- mm-hmm. Predator status. Yeah. Predator status yeah. in, 2K, or in, in Apex. When they drop out with the, the Predator trail, mm-hmm. yo, mm-hmm. make it known. There's nothing you could do to purchase those shoes or that hoodie. You have to be a killer. You have mm-hmm. to be ill. You have to run this many miles. You have to be that, that dope at Peloton. Give them something they couldn't buy. Membership. It's so important. Mm. And those, in turn, those members become... Right, they become fans, 
for Dedicated, life. They man. will return yes. and buy your products forever. Invest. Their kids will buy your products. Their neighbors <laughs> yes. will buy your products. Their mm-hmm. best friends will buy your products. Oh. You can't. You, you can't. I am guilty. It. I am guilty. Here's a free one. So important. Make a hundred dollars shoes. The only way you can get them is if you hit it like in like a. a, a apps like battle pass or like you hit their like their milestones or something mm-hmm. like that first 100 to do it get the shoes mm-hmm. bro we're getting there we're- no randoms three we're almost there uh thank you guys for riding with me uh number three sales and supply right so this is where it gets really sexy now this is, is uh, a lot less sexy traditionally than um something like product creation certainly in my opinion a lot, uh, again, less sexy than marketing, but super important. And, and again, I think it can become special. So, uh, let, let's dive in. When we talk sales, it gets really exciting. Uh, I'm such a sucker. Like I'm such a sucker for exclusive products or like hype, right? Mm-hmm. Jamo, we're just talking about this, uh, Kappa phase hoodie. Shit is hard, Basically, bro. It has a corner on that, bro. That like, shit they, is hard. so good at Anton's hat right now. Like we mm-hmm. all live for hype is king in 2021 mm-hmm. or queen. Most important. Uh, so uh, g- with gaming as the, the sandbox within which the metaverse communicates, mm-hmm. uh, it creates a really exciting product selling opportunity. And that is providing access while preserving authenticity. So we've actually talked about this already in our product segment there, but back to our friends at NBA 2k. So we live in a world today where there are so many, again, exciting products that consumers want. Uh, that are of course unavailable to them either just out of your price range or there's not something you can you can achieve not something you can get i'm thinking location wise or sellout wise so even like even even if you had if i want this new jordan drop and i've saved money for years i've got the money i'm, I'm ready on the day of the drop i'm ready to do what it takes but i live in indonesia mm. what are you gonna do right like there are sometimes you can't come over it, or of course we know in today's in today's sneakers uh, confirmed right that this waiting room space where like you can't always you can't always get it. It might not no matter what you do, even if you you show up and you put in your time, it's just not available to you. Um, and and as a brand to the, at the next step, once you've created that desirability for a product, like we talked about before, people want this. Uh, I think of first like the um, like the the Prada Adidas or the the Dior Jordans. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Yeah. Uh-uh. The Dior Jordans? You know yeah, yeah. The Dior Jays? Uh-uh. Ooh, nigga. Yeah. Those shoes are hard. Uh, yeah. I'll, send, I'll send it to you. But, right, it's like the sure. hottest shoes. There. I don't know if y'all saw... Um, who was that? Wasn't that IT? Isaiah Thomas? That was like, yo, like I'll give a signed jersey to anybody who can get me to use Jordans. It's like, <laughs> bro, if you uh, can't... Again, like money money can't necessarily buy some of these products, right? And, and again, as a brand, once you've created that desirability... Your task now with Ke- did you see him? Yeah, these Johns are going for twelve thousand. <laughs> <laughs> hey yo, <laughs> what? Twelve right, thousand. Bro. And I'm telling you, you get it off, you get it off wow. sneakers or whatever, and then the upsell is crazy because it's it, they're so desirable. Uh, and and again, third time, brands are tasked with keeping that that level high. You can create the hottest fashion sneaker. Um, but if you make them available to everyone, it kills the hype. Like exclusivity is what makes it special. It's it's about how difficult it is to get them as much as it is how dope the products are, right? Which is strange. Mm-hmm. It's this weird backwards, like, if you can create a product that everybody wants, great. Don't sell it to them, though, because then nobody wants it. It's like, yeah. huh? But that's <laughs> just the reality, right? Human nature is fickle. This is the truth that this is the space we live in. 
but there's this cool like back door that that's developed. You can make them available for wide release in the metaverse without taking the cultural penalty, right? So I think consumers flock to the retail to retail stores in NBA 2K to purchase items in exactly the same way we do in real life. Uh, but the product supply is unlimited. So it, it, it completely removes the barriers. One, you can make as many as you want. You can scale it up or scale it down. If I want to make one, cool, it's a one of one. If I want to make one million of the sneaker tonight, I can decide. It's a button mm-hmm. press yes. versus having to, again, literally produce. How do you get those sneakers to Indonesia? It costs so much money, right? And it, in fact, it becomes barriers. And that's why we just don't go there, right? And then again, even if you could accomplish that once everybody has it, does does Quavo want to wear the same sneakers as every hype beast in the eighth grade in whatever country? You know what I mean? It, it kills it. The metaverse is a whole different place where, for for whatever reason, culturally, as as I've observed, and uh, interested to hear your guys's you know insights on this, it doesn't seem to be the same. If they made the Dior Jordans available on NBA Two K, and I logged on, and for some reason everybody was wearing the Jordan the Dior Jordans. That would make them any less cool. In fact, that would make them even cooler to me, right? (laughs) It's like all these people that could never get them in real life wish they could, right? So you have the opportunity, Mm. J-Ball, like you were saying before, you dress your guy, you know, Mm -hmm. you dress your avatar in things that you actually care about. Mm -hmm. You might spend a 10 spot. So like, again, I don't have 12 grand to cop those Dior Dior Jordans, but Mm -hmm. I really want them and they're still a flex. I might spend a 10 spot to have them on 2K. I also might spend a 250 spot to have them on 2K. Yeah. Right? Like the yeah. heirlooms we do on Apex, 200 yeah. bucks. 200 uh. bucks to have them. And people do that. And when they don't, they regret it. They wish they did. It's worth $200. That's, that's, that's crazy. You put that into a good context for me. Because before I was like, but for but then when you said it for an heirloom, I was like, you just caught Rampart. <laughs> 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 I was like, all right, that's a good point. That's a good point. Again, use, using 2K as the, as the best example because it's everything tied in. Using 2K mm-hmm. as the platform to communicate, but these ideas are not are not housed to just mm-hmm. 2K. They exist everywhere. Maybe it's an heirloom, whatever it is. Again, it, it's it's created this whole new ability for us to sell to to sell products that we are products and services that we are creating and marketing as brands, mm-hmm. right? But here's a whole different way to sell them, or like we said before, sell you the same product twice, which is just incredible. From a sales perspective. Yeah. Really exciting. Or three times if you're a rock star. <laughs> Every month. Again, think think about how cool it would be to sell. Uh, I was going to put this into membership and I it just fell off the, the priorities list. Imagine selling someone an evolving product. What if you had a, a sneak? Like uh, we said, Air Force One. What if you had an Air Force One subscription on uh, on the metaverse where you could always, like I, I own Air Force Ones and the product evolves. So rather, like I just, I'll pay you monthly. You guys update it. You guys give me the new designs. You give me the new shit online. We'll get there uh, as we're closing out. But mm. pretty exciting when we think about how again how to sell. Mm. I'll sell it to you every month. Give me that credit card. We'll get back to that in a moment. That's where we'll we'll round out. But uh, I want to touch on supply first because this one's exciting and um, this was like my favorite class in in business school. <laughs> it's like supply chain. But either way, so uh, supply. We want to explore the problem that is bots. So we've already been talking about hype product for a little while. Yeah. Um, we all know the experience exclusive product drop, get there early for the raffle. You wait an hour, like in line, and then you get that like nice try, you know, next time not selected. Uh, and it's a terrible experience. It's funny when I used to engage more in this like sneaker drop hype, hype culture, 
I would I would have you know my phones open and my laptop and my other laptop. All my browsers are open, so I'm in line six times. And then mm-hmm. on one, maybe my other phone, I'm on Twitter, just going back and forth with other people doing the same thing as me. And we're basically talking shit, right? We're talking we're talking shit about the sneakers app. We're talking about the Adidas app or, or the, you know, whatever website network, wherever we are. We're like, man, it's just trash. The bots get it every time. You literally commiserate and it becomes an experience. Like that, that's a joke, right? You guys know like the sneakers, uh, like like not this time. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like that, mm-hmm. uh, that image has become mm-hmm. a meme. Mm-hmm. So we all know that experience. And it's interesting because it actually, it starts to turn people off. Right, like that's why I stopped doing the sneakers thing. Is like, it, what's the point? <laughs> I don't have time for this. I would rather just know people or go and find them. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to engage in that community. So you start to take a brand hit over time by not giving people the, you know how how unfortunate, it, how off putting it is when you're like, man, I waited for those. I did everything I should have, and I see what's his name's, you know, Nike VP's son has 500 pair of the shoe yeah. I couldn't get, and it's like, yeah, there's nothing you can do. Nothing. And that really makes it, that makes you, it turns you off from a brand. It's what happened with me. I am so ready for a brand to flip this experience by gamifying it. And I've been pitching this for years. It's just just not getting picked up. Imagine if we made the waiting room a gamified concept, right? Not overly complex, but, but in a way that requires human interaction and creates excitement. So like Anton, you're talking about the Gatorade games earlier. It, there's a difference between simulation games and arcade games. I mean, arcade style. This doesn't need to be, I don't need this to be Far Cry 6 in my loading screen, right? Not overly <laughs> complex, but again, in a way that weeds out bots, in a way that requires human interaction that you can measure. So we start to take our new algorithms to cut out these people and these multiple entries. We cut them out in a way that's fun and engaging, right? You make it themed, obviously. You have it have something to do with whatever product you're selling. Um mm-hmm. And and there's not a, a better way to verify real people, right? This this sounds to me like the best way to verify real humans, but it gets even better because one, it completely eliminates that negative experience we talked about. Remember that like, uh, now I hated this. I didn't get the shoes. I interacted with X brand and now I'm kind of pissed at your brand because you guys wasted my time. Mm-hmm. This cuts that whole thing out and it opens up a new opportunity for it to get really fun, which is what games are about, right? So... What if what if we we had this experience where we gamify the waiting room for an exclusive product and we open it up to winners of the game, right? Whoever beats the game mm-hmm. or whoever gets the high the, the three highest scorers of X X arcade game get the Dior Jordans for free. Right? Could you imagine how many consumers would show up just for a chance at their dream product? How many people know off the top I want the Dior Jordans and I can't afford them? There's no point. I don't have 350. I don't have 400 bucks. Even the pre-resale price, I don't Mm -hmm. have for retail price. I'm not even going to go to the website. Mm -hmm. This opens up when we talk about marketing and membership and how do we increase traffic and just get people to have a fun experience with our brand. Here it is, right? Those same consumers would absolutely show up for a chance at their dream product. It couldn't hurt at all. They show up, they engage with their community, and you have a chance to get the shoe. So you imagine, what kind of marketing do you get? We talk about that biggest proponent. What kind of marketing efforts do you get from the kid or kids that win? Right? Now you get now you have social media content to feature. We drop the shoe and look, here are the three kids that won this shoe that nobody can get. So maybe next time you guys should come and try it too. That could be you. Mm-hmm. We're starting to grow and grow and we're expanding the user base that comes to our raffles and comes to our drops and signs up for our membership and opens our app. 
versus making it more and more and more exclusive in yeah. a way that doesn't hurt, right? It doesn't hurt our mm-hmm. cultural credibility. In fact, it just shows that we understand it. So it, it solves our bot issues and creates an enjoyable experience out of the nightmare that is the, the waiting room platform that so many brands use today. Okay. Hmm. I like that. Oh, I, I would I do would, it. Bro, I would run, I'd run to that. I mean, just, I mean, I know it's not the same, but I just think about the little trivia on 2K. Everybody pulling out their phones and they're trying to do Jeez. all the trivia. Just you know, like that. Yeah, right? It's a little arcade. Yeah, just those little mm-hmm. mini games, man. Like, I know, bro. So, so I know quickly. My, yeah, I know, I know I would have people that wouldn't even care for the shoe, but to know that they have an opportunity to get the shoe would still go and try it. Like, right. you know, and they it's might just get the, the shoe for someone else, but that opportunity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that's I think that of, um, my, my bad. Mm-hmm. I, I think of, um, I mean, even sticking on 2K, they have the, they had the legend thing before the first person to get uh 99 overall mm-hmm. got the legend status. And then they got the next copy of the game early for free. Mm-hmm. And then, and then their name was on like the wall, the hall of fame mm-hmm. wall or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So that was like a big incentive for people oh. too. It was like, hey, if you the first to ninety nine gets goaded for, mm. <laughs> you know what I mean, for that Reward year of the, the video game, mm-hmm. right? Like the people that like the people that engage with your game, product, service, brand the most. Reward them, pick them up, use them because, like I said before, they are the most talkative. Those are your biggest your biggest brand megaphones, and this allows us to start to open up the doors, right? To more to to bring in more of those people because unfortunately a lot of them are left out. Uh, and that becomes a problem, and it can be hard to identify them. But I really think that this this opens up that opportunity, um, and and again, it gamifies it in a fun way. Dave, what you were saying, like uh, like the trivia in two K. Mm-hmm. So there's that moment in in the city or in the park where it's it's at like a real time. So it'll be like three o'clock, you know, three o'clock Eastern, six or three Eastern, six uh, noon Pacific. Mm-hmm. Everybody like stops in the park, like you stop playing your games, and everyone logs into their like digital iPhone in the game. Mm-hmm. And there's a, a trivia game, and you, you all hang in there, and it shows you round after round. And what do the winners get? VC? Digital currency? Yeah, it changes every time. But, like, usually it's, like, 500,000 VC to whatever um, pool, like, whatever the, the percentage of winners are, that whoever wins. They, they like, split it. Got it. But could you imagine doing a sneaker drop there? Like, we're going to give away a, a one-of-one or one version of this newest sneaker drop to whoever, whichever team wins trivia in 2K. That would go nuts. Yep. That would go mm-hmm. nuts. Yep. It's, it's, there, bro. it's there, bro. <laughs> so uh, I want to try and bring it home here if I can. Well, let's see if I can. That's good there. So uh, what's the most exciting opportunity coming out of this talk, out of all of this talk for brands and businesses? I guess it depends on the business. Uh, but for me, it's got to be this arms race that's developed as we build the metaverse. So everything we've talked about, and I keep saying like, we'll end there, we'll end there. Everything you guys are mentioning, like I think it all lives and comes back to those building blocks. Like who who is going to build the metaverse? That's where this opportunity lives. So there are incredible companies sprouting up almost every day. Like I'm finding them all over the place. Uh, Artifact, I've shared with you guys. Genies, Ready Player Me, uh, and Gear that I believe are the future of consumer experience. Not like, not digital consumer experience, not the future of the metaverse. I think these brands are the base and the building blocks again for the future of consumer experience, period. Um, so if you're down with it, we'll take a quick look at gear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Show you guys what 
what I'm talking about. Let me know if you can hear everything all smooth. Here we go. Brands are important. They represent who we are, what we believe in, and how we interact with others. With the explosion of video games, our digital identity is becoming increasingly important. Then what better way to express our digital selves than with the brands we love? But where are the brands? Today, bringing just one brand into a game is an uphill battle, often one-off deals taking months to accomplish. There's no scalable tech and no easy way for brands and games to find each other, negotiate, and ultimately monetize. Enter Gear, the very first platform built-in partner Gear. designed to bring authentic branded products into games at scale. Fans and games now have a place to easily connect, negotiate, monetize, and track digital products, cutting the process from months to hours. With Gear, games get more engaged users, higher MAUs, and grow revenues, while brands get a new channel for growth. Sexy, right? Mm-hmm. And players can finally enjoy the brands they love and the games they play, while getting gift cards for using branded products and games. Wow. The future is digital, and it's branded. Join the movement and get into gear. Gear! <laughs> All right, you guys clearly get it. I heard a wow. Uh, mm -hmm. Yes, gear. But... Um, Again, too. So there, there are a few of these brands. This, this is the one I think that maybe makes me the most excited because a lot of them are about like people, but you get it. This is about the integration. Uh, so back to this arms race and why this is so exciting for brands today. It's all about them and their value, like brand value, right? So not to say anyone can do this, like not not to say anyone can be who Gear is or, or Genies or whatever, but the tech and the concepts exist on their own, right? Like they, I don't think gear invented the, this concept. It's already there. What will make these platforms most valuable is the cultural currency, right? So here's an example. You think anyone can open a, like a sneaker store, like anybody, if you wanted to, you can just, this is my storefront. It's going to be a sneaker store, but the store with Nike and, and Adidas will out like the contracts there will mm -hmm. outperform a store with knockoff brands, right? Mm -hmm. If you go, it's like, um, uh, like what's famous footwear versus famous footwear, champs yeah, sports, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Or, or, or maybe pay, pay, like, pay less versus champs or <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. versus pay less. Mm. LA it's, Gears. It's, it's, it's right. Oh. It's a huge <laughs> disconnect, right? So it's not just about making the products. You have to make products that people want. That means existing brands have so much power here, you guys. It would be wise for them all to take lessons from what. Uh, here's a good one from what we learned in the music industry. You guys remember Spotify brought along a revolution, right? After we went into the Napster era and everyone was downloading music, music industry was, was dead. Spotify brings along this revolution. We got it. We've got this, this tech, the concept, streaming music. We need to have one marketplace where we can put it all together and people can come to, pur to purchase this, right? They can come to interact with the music, but... They didn't, they didn't own any of the music, right? So like we can, we can create the tech, we can make the sneaker store, but we don't have any of the cool sneakers. We actually have to go to the brands that have that. So they had to go to the record labels, right? Mm -hmm. And what happens mm -hmm. is the record labels were like, well, that's great. You cannot do this without us. So you're going to have to fork over ownership. 
So all three of the main, Universal, Sony, and Warner all own main, like majority stakes in Spotify, right? And people don't know that, but it's like, well, it, it's not just about having the stove. You have to have the food to cook on the stove. So this arms race, gear, genies, uh, artifact, all these these new tech brands that are developing, they're, they're the stove. They're the store. They're the platform, which is super exciting, but... IP is king, right? The tech is going to continue to evolve, but the power is always going to be in the intellectual property. It's going to be in the art. It's going to be in the history and in the culture. So I say all that because brands like gear are right now changing the world, but they need brands like Apple, Nike, uh, the, the Lakers, right? These established cultural icons to, to make them, verifiable to make them matter to make them the store that we all go to there are new stores mm-hmm. opening up all over the internet and the race now is to become the one that has the brands that has the partnerships that has the relationships and can touch the people so all of these components are being tied together keep your eyes out for more events like Travis Scott astronomical right that tour- that brings them all together in one spot mm-hmm. uh, and I think the future of business and gaming is beautiful you're... Are they doing EDC on Fortnite? <laughs> it's on uh, I Roblox. It's, I think it's on right now. Roblox, yeah. It's on oh, Roblox, Roblox, bro. My That's kids, right. yeah, my daughters jumped in last night, and it was hilarious, man. They were just like... I'm so really they, happy you said that. Yeah, they, they uh, you go in... And, you know, they have to meet, like, a little bot that's already there that tells them, like, the activities that they can do. So there's, like, multiple stages, and there's, like, mini games within it, like racing and whatnot. And uh, they give you a little scooter and different emotes that get you dancing, like fist pumping. Um, How security Apparently you can exchange... <laughs> right? Apparently you can... <laughs> it seems pretty pretty light. Uh, elite, they got elite security. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, funny. Uh, they have. Um, <laughs> it looks like you can exchange like candies. <laughs> it hasn't happened, but it had like That's a crazy. little ticker of like how many candy beads have you collected. They got the um, little. You can do the player. What's the? I thing? haven't seen them actually. Like try to exchange, I but right. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm so happy you yeah, said it's that. Pretty bro. Cool, that, though. that that goes to the point that we were saying, though, right? It's. So there are so many of the like these dance parties on Roblox. There are hundreds of them at this point. Mm-hmm. But which one are we talking about and why? We're talking about the EDC one. Mm-hmm. Why? Because EDC has has relevance to us culturally. We yeah. went to EDC, mm-hmm. right? And when it was coming up and starting to yep. get going. When we were younger people, we were going it still is in our orbit now. We have friends at EDC today. today. So why are we talking about, and why are our kids going to this Roblox party? <laughs> because they were able to partner with something relevant mm-hmm. and culturally impactful in real life, which is mm-hmm. exactly what we're talking about here. It's for, for those brands like Roblox and gear to understand what partners to work with, right? Like, uh, again, Apple, Nike, Dior, and EDC. Uh, it, it's happening in front of us now, but the... The, again, the building blocks are really clear when we start to break it down and look at it, and it makes it super exciting for the future. Thanks, Pasquale. Be proud. <laughs> mm-hmm. Babies at EDC. Who would have thought? Babies are at EDC, bro. Head, head banging. The music was slapping yesterday. <laughs> that might be there's, a little bit problematic, if I'm being honest. <laughs> That's the episode. Right. Right Babies at EDC. Babies at EDC. <laughs>